welcome to the Selfish Badass Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Resnick. I'm a leadership expert and success coach for women. I'm a sought-after speaker, founder of the Selfish Badass Movement, and mother to three boys. We get to define success on our own terms. And as a result of all the different ways we were brought up, it's time to redefine many things. One of the core things I've observed with women over time is we need a total uprooting redefinition of selfish because the people-pleasing, the being all things, the burnout and the resentment, all of that is happening because you are not honoring yourself, prioritizing yourself, being vulnerable, using your courage and accessing a depth of healthy selfishness that will change your life. That's the definition of becoming a selfish badass. Welcome to the movement. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so grateful that each and every one of you is hanging out with me today. I can really feel your energy as I record these episodes. It's like you're here in my office with me, hanging with me. So I just want you to know before we talk about anything else today, how much I appreciate you. And I hope you can just feel that energy from me, all of that love, all of that light. I really, really, really appreciate you leaning in and listening to this podcast. We have so many amazing resources at our fingertips in today's culture. And so to have you choose to lean into this podcast really means a lot to me. So I'm kind of sitting in a little bit of gratitude with that today. So again, Thank you. Thank you. We're going to dive into the topic today of are you selfish? But before we do that, I have got an exciting announcement for you. Starting Friday, April 2nd, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, I am doing in my private Facebook community, the Healthy Selfish Movement something that I call rapid fire coaching. So what is rapid fire coaching and why do you want to be there? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) So rapid fire coaching is about, eh, I'd say 15 to 20 minutes of someone sitting in what I call the hot seat. So it's enough time to create some shifts, some energetic shifts to get you maybe thinking a little bit different, maybe a a different action item, a new thought, something. It's not a deep dive coaching session, but it's enough to get you up and moving and get the energy shifted. So you bring your coaching question into the, the coaching room, the coaching space, which is Zoom, of course, and you have an opportunity to get coached by me. I happen to absolutely be in love with coaching. I think it's the most powerful, amazing process that you can experience. It is truly the space where you can go and be met with such compassion and non-judgment. That is why coaching and therapy works because it's the one place that many of us can land where there's no judgment and we're just truly met with ultimate compassion. So we are starting that on 
again, Friday, April 2nd, and I'm doing that four weeks in a row. So through Friday, April 23rd. And all you have to do is sign up to be inside my private Facebook community, the Healthy Selfish Movement. And then all of the details will be coming to you via that Facebook group. So I hope, I hope that you will take that opportunity. I also want to mention that if you don't have a question that you want to get coached on, you know, right away, maybe the first time you just want to come check it out. Great. Come check it out. And oftentimes what I love to tell people is that you can have just as many shifts, if not more, possibly, when you're not getting coached because your guard's not up. You're not nervous. You're, you're not feeling apprehensive. Your guard is down, you're hanging out, you're just soaking it up and you're listening. So please, whether you have a question or not, come inside the private Facebook community where you'll find more information around the four rapid fire coaching calls that are taking place the month of April. All right, so a lot of you tuning in have grown up with conditioning or with some sort of an idea of what selfish is and what selfish isn't. And from my perspective, many of us are throwing things into the selfish category that really aren't necessarily selfish. And more important, they're actually really important acts of self-care that allow us to show up as our best selves in our relationships and in our life. Our challenge as adults is to develop a strong voice that is uniquely our own, a voice that reflects our deepest values and convictions. Once we're comfortable with that voice and within that voice, we can really bring that into our most important relationships. Asking questions, getting a point across, clarifying desires, beliefs, values, limits, all part of practicing healthy selfish determines truly whether we want to come home at the end of the day or we want to stay away. So this is really about making self-honoring choices that fill your cup, prioritizing you and your energy. I think speaking our mind and our heart is the most precious of human rights. The ability to just speak our own truth, the ability to speak our truth, it forms such intimacy with ourselves, with other people, and this beautiful self-trust and self-respect. When we're not able to speak authentically, our relationships spiral downward and oftentimes our sense of integrity and self-regard does as well. So many of you might have been told that putting yourself first, putting your needs first, making choices that are in your best interest is selfish. So what do we do? Well, before we know it, we start to show up for other people and for things outside of ourselves before we start to show up for ourselves. And the problem with this is that over time, that will lead to burnout. It will lead to anxiety. It will have you feeling like you've never got enough time for yourself and for the things that really, really matter to you. 
on top of the fact that it will lead to massive stress and overwhelm. So my guess is that you're leaning into this podcast today and you might be struggling with some of these things. Oftentimes what can happen, my friends, is that all of this combined can really lead to some massive resentment. So before you know it, now all of a sudden we're starting to get upset with everybody who we believe is taking, taking, taking from us and we start to blame them rather than look at our own lives and kind of examine what's really going on here. And that will destroy your relationship. So I really want to encourage you to lean into the things that we're going to talk about today that I really want you to understand that these things I'm going to provide for you, eight things, they're not in fact selfish. So number one, it is not selfish to want and desire time periods without any plans or periods where you can just simply be without any explanation. Now, I love plans. I think plans are amazing. They move us forward. They help us connect. You know, we've got something on the calendar, so now we know we're going to have this time to connect with so-and-so. Plans help us to deepen our relationships. But the clients that I work with oftentimes have plans for six months straight. They've got everything planned out. There's no breathing space. Many, many women live lives of one obligation to the next. Perhaps if you pulled out your calendar right now and I took took a peek at it, I could see six months out, color-coded with obligation after obligation. So I'm really here to encourage you to give yourself permission to have white space on the calendar. It's really okay to not have every moment of your free time planned or with somebody. It's really mandatory to practice true self-care that you have some time alone, time alone to connect with yourself. It is the most extraordinary thing to wake up on a Saturday morning and have no plans (laughs) to just take the day and lean into the question of what feels good to me today? How do I want to spend the day? Next, number two, it's not selfish to prioritize your happiness. First of all, you get to decide what happiness means to you because for each and every one of us, it means something different. It's okay to make choices based on what you're going to do any given day and how you're going to spend your time or not spend your time that allows you to feel your own version of happiness. That is not selfish, my friends. It is self-honoring. It is incredibly important that you factor in your own personal happiness and how you spend your time within your relationships. Number three, it is definitely not selfish to say no to things that drain you. No is a tough word for many, many women because they have been taught or they have bought into the misunderstanding that they've got to show up for everybody around them. No simply is not an option. So once you really start to implement healthy selfish and make self-honoring choices, which is true self-care, you really start to become connected to yourself. And when you're connected to self, you start to learn what it is that you need, what your priorities are. You also start learning what exhausts you so that you can begin to do the work around saying no I promise if you know the areas that are draining you, if you can just 
learn to build that muscle of saying no. One little thing, just no to one invite, to one suggestion. Maybe it's that friend that you've started to notice is always draining you. If you're tuning in and you don't know what's causing you to be drained, begin to be an observer of yourself. Watch, notice, build the awareness around what's actually causing you to feel drained. Create a list of things that you find to be draining. And then one at a time, begin to practice saying no. I promise you, I promise you, saying no can be very empowering, it's very self-honoring, and it is not selfish. Now, number four, it is not selfish to change your mind. And this goes back to being an endless planner. If your weeks and months are planned out way in advance, because let's be honest, maybe having plans, not having plans, is really uncomfortable for you. Maybe that idea of white space and being with yourself is really, really frightening to you. So maybe you make plans for Saturday on Tuesday and then Saturday comes and you have no desire to do what you planned. Because really, if you think about it, how do you know how you're going to feel on Saturday? I'm never telling you to never commit to anything, but these are for the people that, again, have commitment after commitment after obligation after obligation and literally no space to breathe. So when you come to that awareness that you may not want to plan because you don't know how you're going to feel, again, that is not selfish for you to change your mind, stand in your power, speak your truth and say, you know, I'm really sorry to, to have to decline on the invite, but I'm just not feeling pulled to do this today. It's okay to change your mind. Number five, it is not selfish to have boundaries and limits. And those limits are probably going to be different than the people around you. Boundaries around my physical space, how much space my body needs. There can be lots of different types of boundaries. Boundaries around my emotions, how much time and energy I'm investing into something. It's okay to set a limit and say no when you are going outside of those boundaries in a way that doesn't feel good for you. It is not selfish. It is self-honoring. Number six, it is not selfish to reevaluate relationships that feel chaotic or that feel stressful or just are no longer working for you. You know, this one was a tough one for me, just being fully transparent. Over my healing journey, I have had to evaluate many healing relationships. And as I started to do all of these steps to begin to say no, change my mind, tune into really how I'm feeling with other people, what's coming up for me when I'm with other people, really tap into my feelings, my body, I had to reevaluate a lot of my relationships. I started to show up differently or not at all in a lot of my long-term relationships because they just were not working for me any longer. And that is not selfish. It is self-honoring. Number seven, it's not selfish to have hobbies that other people don't get or understand. It goes back to number one. If you don't know what your hobbies or interests are, carve out some time. Be with yourself to examine what those hobbies or interests might be. What makes you feel good? 
What do you enjoy? Where do you notice a spark of energy? How do you like to spend your time? At the end of that time, you might find that you've got some interests that nobody else gets or understands, and that is perfectly normal. It's not selfish to pursue or devote time to other things that people may not be interested in. Not everybody has to get you. Number eight, it is not selfish to ask for what you need. Do you know what actually stops us from meeting our needs? It's actually an overfocus on the behavior of another person. So when we're triggered, what we usually do is we usually go into pointing the finger. Oh, they did this. They did that. It's always about what somebody else is doing to us or what somebody else isn't doing, which puts us in complete and total victim mode. This exploration around needs is so important because what we're doing is we're shifting from the external to the internal. We're looking at what's really going on with us. Why are we being triggered? We shift from them to us and we start to discover what do I need? And that, that is a powerful, powerful question. Sitting with that question, what do I need? If we're just focused on the other part, the other person, what they're doing wrong, how they're showing up, is this partner right for me? Is this job right for me? Why can't my parents do this? Why can't so-and-so do that? If we're overly focused there, meaning externally, what we're not doing is we're not paying attention to our own needs. So I hope these helpful reminders today are just what you needed to hear in terms of rethinking this concept of selfishness. Really want you to think about the word self-honoring. Is this thought self-honoring? Is this choice self-honoring? Is this behavior or action self-honoring? Because as we begin to prioritize ourselves, we begin to have boundaries. We begin to say no. We begin to tune into our bodies and the feelings that are coming up in our bodies. We begin to really tap into what is it that I love? What is it that makes me feel good? And when we can start to do that, ultimately what we're doing is we're decreasing, setting ourselves up to experience resentment in our relationships. You're setting yourself up to show up for yourself and to show up as the best, most beautiful, authentic you and to have the really, really deep, fulfilling relationships that I think deep down every single one of us craves. So my friends, I trust that this was helpful for you and I'm looking so forward to seeing you inside the Healthy Selfish Facebook community where remember, we start rapid fire coaching on April 2nd. Link is in the show notes. Again, I really, really love hearing from you. So take these 
eight principles, these eight things, and really think about them. And think about which one you want to start with. Remember, we want to take small action steps. We want to break this down. We don't want to try to change everything. We just want to start with one small little step. So start with one thing and then come inside the Healthy Selfish Facebook community and tell us all about it so that you can get the support and the accountability and the cheerleading that you might need. All right, friends, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are loving the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and review wherever you get your podcast. It really does help the show get seen. And when the show gets seen, other women have an opportunity to learn how to prioritize themselves and redefine selfish too. Please remember, you are worthy, you are enough, and you matter.